And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a mini-sode where I try and answer commonly asked questions in 10 minutes or less. Today, we're getting specific and talking about resume font. We'll cover font size, font choice, and the big bad serif versus non-serif debate. In the end, we'll give you five easy-to-go fonts in case you never wanted to worry about this ever again. So without further ado, this is our episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, I want to talk about this first philosophy as font as an art versus font as a science. And I think back to the legendary talk that Steve Jobs gave to a university And funny story about him is he dropped out of school himself, but he said that one of the most valuable classes he ever took was a typography class because he was able to get inspired and apply that eventually to Apple. Every single detail about Apple mattered and especially the brand. Apple as a brand was just such an important thing. I personally get inspired by that. And I think about the merit that brand and even the merit that your own resume font choice may have as you were crafting your resumes. So yes, there is that element of your personal brand being showcased within a resume. And I do believe that a resume in some regard is an art form. At the same time, I want to address the fact that there is a little bit of a science to it. I'll be bringing in some resources and some articles for this podcast, but basically I don't want you all to get weeded out for any (laughs) particular reason. Maybe your font choice is too off the mark or it is too small. Maybe it's not getting scanned properly. So within this episode, we'll cover those things while also making sure that you're able to achieve your own personal brand. Okay, so what font should I pick? There is this major debate on sans serif versus serif fonts. And for those of you wondering what a serif font is versus a sans serif, basically those serif fonts are the ones with little tails. And it's almost like those little squiggly lines that are attached to the font. The idea behind it is it makes it a little bit easier to distinguish between different letters that are typed out. Serif fonts, I should say, are a little bit more plain Jane. So what font should you use on your resume? Well, a study was conducted by NCBI. This is an actual government study here on resume font, believe it or not. And in the study, it says, quote, five percentage serif fonts were slightly more legible than sans serif. But the average interletter spacing increase that serifs themselves impose predicts greater enhancement than we observed. And then it goes on to say that, however, our data exhibited no difference in legibility between typefaces that differ only in the presence or absence of serifs. So this is a really big scientific way of saying that serif versus non-serif didn't really matter. It didn't really show a difference in the fact that it was serif versus non-serif. However, they did note that the fact that serif fonts tended to make it to where there was more spacing in between the letters, just that in itself made the reading more legible or made it a better experience for the people who read it. So what implications does that have for your resume? Well, first of all, stop freaking out about serif versus non-serif. I mean, come on, really, not that big of a deal. But do spend, and I've always said this, but do spend considerable time looking at the spacing not only in between your letters, but in between the words and the spacing in between your lines. The spacing really has a huge effect on how easy it is for someone to read your resume. 
and in our past episode where we talked about resume, the time it takes for people to spend on your resumes, we know that they don't really spend that much time. It's a quick glance. So making your resume as easy to read as possible is just one of the most important things you can do. In this case, we're going to cover in the very end what are some good font choices that I believe, font choices that I've used in the past, but also want to call out that from an ATS perspective, this is another myth I'd like to bust. It really does not matter whether your font is serif or sans serif. Just choose what you want. There was basically people, you know, information getting circulated that says that the ATS just is not able to scan serif fonts, basically saying that sans serif is the only way to do that. And although that may have been true in the past, maybe when ATSs were just coming out, because they would scan the words and essentially scan like pictures and try to decipher what those words are. But based on the fact that they're just, it's a text input, makes it a lot easier for them to just scan a word because it's a word. I don't know if that made any sense, but just, just don't worry about it. If it's a word, it's going to pick it up, especially if it's sent in via text, not PDF. Now, next thing, let's talk about font size. Okay, so font size is another important thing to get because you want to also make sure your resume is easy to read as possible. And I will bring in another study that talks about font size. This study is conducted at Stephen F. Austin State University, and they wanted to find out how resume font affected resume review decisions, believe it or not. The study says, quote, the font size and paper color within ANOVA for average rating showed a significant main effect for font size. The resume with 12-point font was rated more positively than 10-point font. Okay, great. So let's stop there. I try to go a little bit larger than normal. In fact, most of the resumes that I wrote back in the day were 11 point or 12 point font. I tend to side with what this study shows. However, let us not forget that different fonts have technically different sizes. So don't just assume that all 10 point fonts are treated equally and all 12 point fonts are treated equally. You need to look at it holistically and see if maybe the font that you chose is, you know, it was a 10 point font, but you know, in reality, it's a smaller choice, so it ends up looking more like an 8 or a 9. Don't get too granular. Don't freak out too much about it, but generally try to stay within the 10 to 12 point range. And if you're trying to figure it out, very simple test you can do is to print out your resume, show it to a friend, and have them to scan it as quickly as possible. See what they can decipher and see if that makes sense from their perspective. If it's not so easy to read for them within a few seconds or 30 seconds or whatever, maybe print it out in a larger font choice and see if it makes a difference. Now, I know many of you, the reason why you have to choose really small fonts is because you're trying to cram everything out on one piece of paper. Do not do this. I've done it before in the past and it does not work and it makes your resume less legible. Instead, choose to cut out pieces of information that just aren't going to sell yourself as much for a particular job. Choose that instead of shrinking your font size to a, a bad size. All right, so let's talk about color. A lot of people, and I know, like I said, your resume is your brand. You want to make sure that you show a little bit of flash, a little bit of flair. I think a little bit of color is okay. In fact, everything in moderation. Your color should mainly be black, but if you have certain headers or even just your name that you want to highlight or put a little bit of flair to it, you can put a color. Just make sure that it's a singular color and your resume doesn't look like a rainbow. 
All right, so I've covered this in as much detail as I think resume font should be covered in. Now let's get actionable. I've distilled this down to a list of five resume choices that I think are safe resume font choices that you can make today. These are not the only resume font choices and feel free to venture out from these, but use these as a starting point if you do not know what to do. All right, first one is Times New Roman. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you have heard that Times New Roman is plain Jane. It, it works, okay? And I will get out and I will put on my boxing gloves and fight you to the death. Okay, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, Times New Roman works. It's a tested and true font here. And in terms of resumes, it just looks sleek in my opinion. And it's really easy to read because to be honest, people are used to reading it already. I'll make the same argument for Arial, which is my second choice. I think Arial is another plain, yes, font choice, but it's another thing that works. Arial is an example of a sans serif font, so a little bit more plain Jane. And Times New Roman is an example of a serif font, so it has those little wings and tails at the end of the letters. Choice number three, Verdana. Once again, another simple classic choice, perhaps a little bit, a little elegant there. I like the way it kind of looks tall or a little bit long. And it's not too fancy in my opinion. And to be honest, the easiest to read out of the three choices I've listed so far. Choice number four, Georgia. One that I personally love. I think Georgia is something I don't see very often. And I think it looks eloquent. Georgia is a serif font. So it's a little bit quote unquote fancier. And it's something that I like. Futura. Futura looks in my opinion, similar to Verdana. And I hope I'm not losing some of you people because I'm geeking out on resume font right now. But seriously, <laughs> Futura is another safe choice you can implement in your resume that is a little bit more digestible and easier. But I'm a fan of this font myself. Bonus resume font is Garamond. This was one, probably my most commonly used resume font when I was writing resumes just because I think it looks so darn sophisticated and eloquent. And if I'm geeking out a little bit, I would choose this as not only my personal brand for a choice, but just one that overall conveys someone who is a business professional. So Garamond, I will choose as my bonus and the winner for these different fonts here. Okay, so listed all the different fonts, listed all the different elements of font from color to size to serif versus non-serif. Case in point, do not freak out over the font itself. Just follow your gut here, make it as legible and as easy to read. Yes, you can choose a font that speaks to your personal brand, but at the same time, make sure that there is appropriate spacing between the letters and between the words, and also make sure you don't go crazy with color and you will be just fine. That concludes it for today's episode. Make sure to go to our website, letseegrandma.com forward slash podcast if you are looking for other podcast episodes specific to your situation. I'm telling you people, we're getting close to 200 episodes here. So if you have a question about anything, we've probably addressed it by now in some way, shape or form. So check that out. It's letseegrandma.com forward slash podcast. Otherwise, thanks so much for tuning in today. I'll see you next time.